When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This week we feature Chicago-based singer-songwriter Heza. She's influenced by electropop, downtempo, and neo-soul genres. And then she tells me exactly what the hell that all means. After having nine to five jobs, one event flipped the switch in her to pursue her art. She even went so far as to apply for and be awarded a grant from the city of Chicago to create her debut EP, which is out now. Pick it up on all platforms or go to hezaofficial.com. Follow her on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PerformanceANX. Our merchandise is at performanceanx.threadless.com. Subscribe, rate, review, and enjoy the show with Heza. Are you tra- no, I'm going to do one more. <laughs> one more. Okay. Just take eight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Heza. I am a local indie artist out of the city of Chicago. I have the pleasure to be on Performance Anxiety tonight with Mark. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I was, I, you know, it was so funny to me. It's so weird, but I was on this call the other day and like all, it was a call, it was just, it was abnormal. And there was this guy <laughs> burping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Skype call. And there was one point where it was distorted like that, but it like, elongated like oh, it's, a belt, it's, like a very... <laughs> It was it was so funny. I thought about it for like an hour afterward, and oh. I was like sitting by myself and laughing. That's <laughs> awesome. That. You know, the worst part about that is they'll probably edit that out of the sh- out of whatever post they make of that. <laughs> I'd leave that in. That that's that's the way my show goes. It I, would be so funny. It oh, would be so funny. I leave stupid crap like that in all the time. Thank you again so much for coming on. I've I've been listening to the 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 EP and I'm, I love it. It's it's really nice. The, it's um I don't even know how to describe it. It's uh, the way and we'll go the way you describe it is that it's influenced by electro pop, down tempo and neo soul genres. Uh, you bring a unique songwriting that forges modern soundscapes and neo romantic indie rock. That sounds awesome. But I have no idea what in the hell down tempo and neo soul are. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Maybe give me an example of somebody I can reference. Sure. I mean, so neo just means new, right? And it's a it's a cool way of saying that it's kind of 
it definitely has an indie independent vibe. So I write the music myself. Um, I produce it and I produce it also with, uh, Bee Forest and, um, Noam Wallenberg sat in also on some of those production, uh, takes. And we, uh, yeah, so I guess I'm, I have sort of this dark vibe, but it's also poppy and it also has like this, uh, you know, 808 sort of pull for people. So it's a mix of this, like, soulful traditional sort of soulful vibe and it kind of has this pop pop progression to it still okay but it's definitely a little bit darker you know you could think of high as a kite or lord or lana del rey when you listen to my music um yeah now that you're mentioning some of these people because i was listening to it and i i'm like the vocals remind me of somebody and I couldn't exactly pinpoint who it was. And I think, yeah. I think now that you mentioned some of those artists, I think that's who I was thinking like, like Lord, I think that's kind of maybe who I was thinking of. Yeah. But I, you know, sometimes I get London grammar too. Um, okay. so there's just kind of, it, it could be, you know, I'm like, Oh great. Thank you for, you know, complimenting yeah. me for all these, <laughs> <laughs> these amazing talented artist but yeah but it's not it's not a, a copycat at all it's it's just you know little bits like a, a word or, or a phrase or something here and there so it's it's not and I guess maybe that's why I was having a little bit of trouble trying to figure out who it reminded me of because it's not you know it, it's influenced by some people but not you know pulled directly from people right so. right and I I mean when I sit down and I think about it too, Sometimes I ask people what their thought is, yeah. even just to, you know, because it is a little bit unique and the sound is, can be, mm, I wouldn't, I don't know. Would you say it's not abstract? Cause it's not. No. It, um, I'd say lyrically maybe a little, but may, maybe, um, it, to me, it sounds like your, the, the words, the lyrics are more part of the sound because the pronunciations of some words are a little different mm-hmm. the, the way mm-hmm. it, and, and I think maybe that's part of what reminds me of somebody. And I, I've been thinking about it for literally days and I cannot, I still cannot think of who it is. I've asked my wife, we've sat down and listened to the EP and we're both like, this is just, it's, it's, who is this reminding me of? And neither of us can think of it. Yeah. Well, maybe good. it's me. Maybe it's Heza. Maybe. Maybe that's, I think that's great. Yeah. Well, it'll always be you now, so it doesn't matter. Next time we hear something similar, I'm like, that sounds like Heza. Right. Yeah, you, you, did you grow up in the <clears throat> Chicago area? I actually grew up in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, okay. So I am from a small suburb called Kentwood, and okay. I had four brothers and a sister and a dog and two cats. In the whole nine yards, it was a pretty, pretty crazy house, a messy house. <laughs> oh, I know that. It was <laughs> the neighbor house. We've that, got three know. kids and a dog, and my house is a disaster <laughs> constantly. Don't my wife's not in here, so I can't. I, I can say that. So. Yeah, we always had like the car in the driveway, and some neighbor would call the city because it'd been broken down for too long. <laughs> 
<laughs> They'd be like, it's just an eyesore. <laughs> We my, we haven't gotten to that point yet, but two of my kids just got their uh, driving permits, so we're we're headed there pretty soon. My son okay. is like he's dying to get a car that he can fix up and work on, so we're oh we're gonna be there pretty soon. Well, good luck with the fixing up. Yes, yeah. <laughs> those are. <laughs> so when did now when did you start playing or singing? And did you start by playing any instruments, or was singing always what you wanted to get into? You know, my mom always said I sang coming out of the womb. I've always been a singer. Naturally, that's always what I was drawn to, but I have loved playing instruments too. I uh, grew up playing clarinet and um, then I decided marching band wasn't for me. So, (laughs) Oh, we're going through that right now with my kids. All three of them are in marching band. Right, right. I uh, was a quit, and then I did choir, and I was in musicals, and I got into a lot of community theater, doing musicals that way, and I uh, started getting serious probably my sophomore year of high school. I started singing classically. Oh, okay. And then chickened out. Uh, you know, dropped my, I got into two different programs for music performance. And then I, I was like, I, I can't do this. I can't be poor my whole life. Oh Oh, no. So what did you do? Um, I just, you know, started going to school, didn't know what my major would be. I went and studied abroad, you know, stayed there for way too long, came back. So you figured um, you're just going to do regular nine to five at that point? <laughs> I did. Yeah, wow. I did. I I was like, I lived in Germany for almost two years in college. Oh, wow. I just loved living abroad. And then um, I decided, I, I basically had a degree just by accident because I didn't know what I was. <laughs> I wasn't declared. I was just over there. Oh, wow. Used to say, so I just would study like... I don't know, myths and legends, but in, you know, learning in German. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I got out and uh, I started working in nine to five and I was just like, I can't, I can't, I need music in my life. Yeah. So here we are. And were you performing? When when did you, okay, first of all, when did you start performing live? Was it as a kid or before you got into the theater stuff in school? Yeah, I mean, this is so funny. I thought about this moment, and I think it was a key moment to get back into music because I thought, like, what what's missing, you know? And then I remembered this time in fourth grade when I brought uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight to oh, my music class. Wow. Just the check. I brought the check, and I planned it. <laughs> And I sang it for my class, like over wow. the track. Oh my gosh. So this wasn't like a, this, you just and brought just it into like, school. Wow. This I wasn't like a talent competition or anything. No, I was just like, Hey, I'd like wow. to sing the song for the class. Wow. And my teacher was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Oh my yeah. gosh. Memorized the song, had it Jeez. down, like practiced in my bedroom the whole night before. So you were like fearless in fourth grade. I was, you know, I was like, I was like, man, that was a confident Heza. Yeah. I need that. 
<laughs> that was, you know, like, uh, and then Man. when I started doing it later, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is not like, <laughs> definitely have nerves now. <laughs> A little different than fourth grade. What is it about being that young? You don't care. You know, I don't know. That's it's just like, it was like part of me. I didn't no puberty. You don't have like yeah. all that. The rush of hormones going through you, it changes things. Maybe that's maybe that's where all the anxiety starts to build is at that point. And then that's before that you're you're like you don't even care. You have no anxiety about anything. Yeah, it's like black and white. You're like, I love really singing. Is. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna do it in front of everybody. Let's do it. <laughs> and then, yeah. then puberty hits and psh, I leave me alone. I, I don't wanna do anything in front of anybody. Right. Oh. Right. So 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 then you went to school, and you're doing you're in theater while you're in school. And did you keep that up in college at all? I did. Yeah, I did not do any theater in my program, but um, like I did the civic theater, and I got like small lead roles, uh, supporting roles. You know, I was in okay. Oliver, and I was in um, like a co- a couple other small like one off pieces. Um, and yeah, and they, they were nice. They were fun. You know, we would run 21 shows and oh, cool. it was like a, a whole thing. I would have like people from my German class show up. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and honestly, you know, I think I took German because I loved you. It was like you had to use your throat still. So you could make all these fun sounds. Right. And you could still manipulate your voice. And so that's like what really drew me to studying that language. Uh, okay. I like it just because you sound like you could do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, well, I was going to do classical music and German's a really hard language to sing in. Oh, I can. So yeah. I was, Holy crap. I didn't think of that. So it, but it's like it, when you're good at it, you're like the best. So, uh. um, I thought, you know, that'd be a great language cause you have to minor, but then, you know, like I said, I chickened out, but I still had all these German classes to take, and it just ended up being my favorite thing. So, and so then, At you, the time. So then you go into the nine to five world, and you decide that that's not for you. What were you doing to get back into music and singing at that point? Um. So, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> that's okay. what this, show, this show. I love terrible stories. Okay, so it's my sister's birthday party. I've been thinking about music. Things just keep coming back. And I'm like, I should do it. I should do it. And this girl at the party just starts singing. Like, you know, she's like, she just is like, thinks she's like, she cats me out. Right. And you know, I love that. I love that. Right. But I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, no, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Now she sound like you're in fourth grade. And then, but that was like, that should be me singing in front of all these people at this party. And even if it was like, you know, for friends, for fun. Right. And so I started uh, seeing, actually, uh, somebody called me. I was like two weeks not working. And they were like, hey, you want to do like a worship weekend at this church? And I was like, yeah, because it was practice every day for like half days. Oh, cool. And so I started doing that. And then, 
I met a guy who was studying jazz guitar, Aaron Day, who's a local guitarist, and he started teaching me piano. Oh wow! Even though, even though he was doing, he was a guitarist. All right. And then I just started doing all these hangs locally, and just like putting myself out there, meeting meeting people all the time, and that's how I kind of met my um, producer, B Forest. Okay. And. Uh, I was like, Hey, I have all these songs I've been writing. I, you know, I need to do this album. Let's work together. And that was history. So now we, well, I, I have the album, but he's sort of my cohort. And, uh, there's my full band is, uh, Ruben Garza on drums. He's amazing. Uh, all jazz, all jazz players here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Josh Griffin on bass and uh, B Forest. He does guitar and synth lines, and then I'm on vocals. And I, so it's yeah, it's it's a great great little combo we've got going on. It is, and I can definitely hear a uh, theater influence in the in the music. I can definitely hear your theater background in your singing and 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 some of this composition and and all. How long, I guess, when did you start writing music? Were you writing it as a kid? I never really wrote music. No, that was just something that I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to sing and I want to write my own music. That's the way I want to perform. I, when I thought about getting back into music, that was the only thing I thought about. Okay. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to do theater again, or I want to go back and like start singing classically. Cause that, I mean, I was, I was way past my prime at that yeah. point. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> And I mean, not, I mean, for, for are, that type there's of just, there, I, there's so many amazing singers out there. So I just was like, I want to do music forever. How am I going to do that? I'm going to do that by, you know, writing my own songs and being able to, you know, do solo sets by myself and uh, write and then work with a band. And so, you can't really do that with classical. That was it. You can't really just go to book yourself into a club and start singing Wagner or, or Also, whatever. nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to hear that. You know, they, they want to go out and have fun and be entertained or, or like maybe, uh, I, I don't know if I'm an, I'm an, I'm an entertainer, but I might not, um, I'm not like a let's like dance your party your pants off on stage like right. <laughs> sort of artist. You're more like a like um oh and I'll bring this up because I saw some amazing videos that I, I my wife and I actually really enjoyed the Etta James. Well, yeah. So we I was watching those videos and, and listening to that. That was so good. I really really enjoyed those songs. Thank you so much. Yes, I, I, she's one of my favorite artists of all time, like hands down. 
such an amazing voice, oh, yeah. so powerful, so unique, and just, you know, she owned every minute when she was singing and performing. Like, I, I loved, yeah, I loved her, yeah. and I love her, and I love doing that show. So. Well, At Last yeah. was one of the songs that my wife rec- uh, had to have at our wedding. And so that's when, when I told her I was going to be speaking with you, we went and started looking up some videos on YouTube, and that's the first one she picked, and that's the first thing she heard, and she said, I love it. I, I love it. So... So yeah. you, you did an amazing job with the songs and you, you won a fan with my wife in, with, by doing it. So, yay. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's so nice of her and you to say, Oh God. Yeah. Now, how did that come about? Cause you did an, it looked like a four, was it four at a James tracks? That night? Yeah. Yeah. So I actually did five okay. and then I had, uh, a couple other people sit in and do some tracks too. Okay. So it was a collaborative effort. I'd been going to um, the Fulton Street Collective here. It's a venue in Chicago that's pretty cool. And there happened to be this uh, tribute show by Sam Trump, who's a pretty well-known guitarist and vocalist in the city. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do a show like this here. This is so cool. So I I went up to the person who put the show on and she's like, yeah, let's work together. Send me, yes. Send me who you want to do. We'll get lunch. And we talked about it and it was a done deal. Wow. That was, that was so much fun. Yeah. I love doing that. That looked like quite a, a, a pretty, a pretty big production. That was beautifully done. Yeah, I mean, I had help. There were 14 musicians on the set besides myself. So we had a full orchestra or I guess a quartet. And um, yeah, three other singers, uh, guitarist, drummer, keys. It was, I mean, it was so much fun. Yeah. And that was just you saying, I want to do this. And it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely as a solo artist has a that is definitely the the biggest like big band show that I've done normally it's like four four people plus myself yeah um okay I do do solo sets occasionally too but you know 14 piece band is pretty big that's for pretty me big. that's pretty big for a lot of people and right. I, I also saw an awesome cover you did of creep by radiohead what the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. I don't care if it hurts. That was yeah. really cool. Oh, thank you. I that is one of I also I'm huge Radiohead fan. You know what? If he, I feel like 
may I maybe I jive with them too. Just okay. cuz they they kind of can have a darker sort of melancholic feel. Oh yeah. To some of their songs. Um and creep I just like I can relate to. And so <laughs> <laughs> You know, I like, can relate to creep. I had these like super beautiful friends growing up and I swear to God, every guy I liked became my friend just so they could ask for those friends numbers. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, uh, why? You know? So, um, I think I discovered that song in high school and just like, I've always loved it. So, Oh, it's one of my favorite Radiohead songs they've done in their entire career. It's, it's still one of the best. Oh so- Yeah. So, so, all right, so you're a Radiohead fan. Let me ask you this. I'm not as big into the electronic music. So once they hit Kid A and Amnesiac, and all, they started to lose me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So do you have a favorite side, uh, like the pre-electronic Radiohead, or do you like the post-electronic Radiohead? I think there is... I'm going to say I I have to go with pre. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that they, they have such a cool, you know, story and they've evolved so much. Oh God. Yeah. I like all their music really. And they, they never do the same set every band, every night when they go tour, they never do the same set, which is always cool. So if you go to a show, you're just like, what am I going to hear pre or post or both? Oh, like, that's cool. so I, I mean, they're great. It, I think I'd have to do pre just because, uh, that's creep. Yeah. That was more when I discovered them. So the bends and okay. Computer are just fantastic from start to finish. And anything after that, like even kid a, I like like half of it. Same with amnesiac. <laughs> and then after those, I, it's like, I've, I don't even think I've listened to the full, I, I listen. I try to get into uh, "Hail to the Thief" and "In Rainbows" and on. I just couldn't get through the whole thing in in one sitting. Like I could, okay, computer. Yeah, yeah. I well, I had a you know a painter boyfriend who was really into them in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to sit through it. Oh, God, man. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I forgot about that actually. <laughs> so I think that yeah, I'm definitely pre. Yeah, and I, I heard. Um, speaking of Radiohead covers, I heard I heard a really weird version of uh, Radiohead actually doing Rhinestone Cowboy. Have you ever heard that? What? Yeah. No. Oh, it's so weird. I'll, like, I'll are you talking like like a Rhinestone yeah. Cowboy? Uh, yes. Oh. Exactly. I'll 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 get you email. I'll see if I can find the uh, the track. I'll send it to you. Or, Post it I on your Facebook page that. or something. I want to cover the oh. cover. Oh, awesome. There you go. <laughs> it's definitely uh, Tom York singing. It's just, it's, okay. I haven't heard it in a while, but yeah, it's just really weird. Yeah. 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 Well, I like weird. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, you know, that time period had so many awesome, weird bands. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Now, you, you won, uh, or you're awarded a grant to make the, the EP that you just made uh let's see it was the the individual artist grant from the city of chicago can you tell me a little bit about what that is and uh how you found out about it how you go do you apply for something like that and what 
what are the requirements once it's awarded to you? What, what do they want you to do? So I was looking to hustle. <laughs> I really wanted, I had just started working with DeForest and I was like, how am I going to make this album? Um, I want it to be really good. So I started to look up ways, you know, like free money for artists, you know, right. and I, yeah. And I was working downtown and it just happened to be uh, like the city of Chicago had a meeting like the, in the next couple days and it was right next to where I worked. So I oh. signed up for the meeting and then they walked you through, you know, the grant and um, it was all sorts of artists that could apply. <clears throat> I applied for a, a musical project. And, um, most people, I, I think do a lot of like a uh, film or maybe okay. they're trying to support a book or something that they're writing. Okay. But I, yeah, I, it took me like a week to write. I turned it in at like 11 PM when it was due. At <laughs> <midnight>. <laughs> um, and yeah, I asked them for, uh, you know, Pretty, almost, I think actually I asked for the full amount that they can award and I got 90%. Wow. And you, you yeah. wrote all the songs in a week? <clears throat> oh, no. I wrote oh, okay. the grant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. That's oh, amazing. No, so I wrote the grant in about a week and then months went by and it was torturous and I was, um, I found out I won and I just, I kind of, wow. I... I honestly, I freaked out because I just felt like so solidified as an artist. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, the city recognizes me. Like, <laughs> Thank you. You've been blessed. Yeah, I'm like, Rahm Emanuel. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. There you go. I don't yeah. even like politics. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that was that was a really cool time. So, so once once you're awarded that, are there any requirements for it? Like it's got to be done in Chicago or any anything like that? Like it's got to be produced and made. Yeah. So there are so many requirements. Um, you basically have to you have to have a really really thorough plan for your project. You have you know I sent in uh, all my demos that I wanted them to sample. And I had uh, had a friend help me with some art, and mm -hmm. so I I basically sent in this this request, you know, saying uh, I'd really like this because I'm gonna have an EP and it's gonna be nine songs, and um, this is phase one of the project, and so at the end of the year they require you to just come back to them and say, Hey, did you use everybody that was in Chicago? Um, who'd you use and how'd you use the funds? And I, I mean, I, I put, I put them all towards my record. So it was great. Yeah. I, I didn't have a problem. Everybody's local. So. Oh yeah, exactly. Using all Chicago artists, recording it in Chicago. So that's, mm -hmm. sounds like you did a, you did yeah. exactly what they were hoping. Yeah, it was recorded. I recorded the piano actually at Transient Sound. 
And then I uh, recorded the rest of the album at Rack Tracks in Chicago. And we went with Transient for the piano because we wanted a grand piano sound. Oh, okay. And they had a big, nice grand there. So Cole DeGenova, um, he's he's the keys player that I normally work with. And he's so he's he's the best. He's played at Berkeley and just like oh, wow. he's incredible. Oh my he's god. Incredible. Well it's the production value is fantastic. I'm listening to it, like I said, for the past few days and I've been I've just been really, really enjoying it. So it's it's uh I, I noticed a couple of things. Um uh, in a few songs, you have it. There's a reoccurring theme of scars and crashing doors. Is that intentional, mm-hmm. or is that just something that just found its way in? I think, um, <laughs> I think this <laughs> album was kind of like a, a healing sort of thing for me. And but I, all, all my songs are based on experiences that either I have experienced or. Um, you know, somebody per, like pretty close to me and it's about them. Okay. So I think it is intentional. Yeah. I think it was like a healing process. It was therapeutic. I was coming out of this corporate world and trying to pursue music again. And so like there was this, you know, balance of also like becoming an adult in a way. <laughs> I I can see that. I, I just... Growing up. I'm still waiting for that to happen. I mean, I got three kids, so God bless those three. Man, you know, I hope it never happens, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, you know, if it was, I, yeah. I would be doing this. So. Right, right. Yeah, I have like, actually, I went today. I probably looked like a total weirdo, but I just went to the park and I swang on the swings for like five minutes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that, that's something like my wife would do. So, you know, and we have kids, so. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Sometimes you, know, you got to be a kid, but well, yeah, you got to enjoy there's life. There's also growing up. Yeah, you got to be responsible, but you still you can still enjoy, you know, some of the things you did as a kid. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what's the what, what's the point of working if you can't enjoy doing stuff that that you've always enjoyed? Right. So, right. Now, is there a plan to? Support this with any touring or any and, and live shows in the if. Are you going to keep it in the Chicago area? Or are you going to go into different New York, maybe DC? Yeah. So I am going to hopefully be touring in the fall. Cool. Um, it'll be after the actual album is released. So the album drop date is on October 4th and um, also yet to be. Is, uh, I don't have a release date yet, but okay. I am also dropping a music video um, for the song Occupied just before oh. that, too. Oh, that's one of my favorite. I actually love yeah. this. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out, I'm like just going to drop it on the album day, release day, or a couple weeks before, but I'm working with a couple people to see um, how that's, we're figuring that out, and then... Yeah, I imagine yeah, that could be I, tricky. It is, you know, you have to like really think about uh, your campaign and uh, all the really boring stuff about me. <laughs> all the marketing <laughs> nine to five things that nine to five people do. <laughs> but I would love to tour and we're actually hoping 
to tour um, and do a, a small tour in Europe. Oh, cool. Uh, and I obviously through Germany, Berlin for a little bit. Um, I lived in Hamburg. So definitely hitting up some of the larger cities there and then Paris. Mm. Maybe Norway. I'd love to go to Norway if we could make it to the capital there. And then, um, yeah, I don't, who knows? Maybe I'll do like a little thing in Tokyo too. Oh, wow. Some one-off show or something. That'd I mean, be cool. Yeah, so we're in the process of booking that now. So hopefully uh, in the fall I'll have concrete dates. Well, I have to keep an eye out because if you come to the D.C. area, I'll definitely have to catch you. Yay! I would love that. Yeah. Of course. And I'll I'll bring my camera because I used to be a photographer. So I I'll uh, in fact I'll I'll shoot you a couple of, uh, examples after this so you know I'm not full of garbage here. <laughs> I, I actually believe you, I actually studied it in college. So. <laughs> oh wow! So wow! I've cool. had a yeah, and kind of like you, you know, it's it's something that I stopped doing for a while professionally, and then kind of got back into it over the past few years. Got updated my set and. And uh, have been getting back into it. And a lot of times it's really cool. I'll have somebody on the show and then they'll find out they're touring in this area and we'll get in touch and they'll say, come on out let's get some pictures. And I'll, I'll usually train yeah. like a, a, a media pass and then I'll send them a whole bunch of pictures afterwards. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm always so interested cool. in doing that. So That's so cool. Now, do you have plans to follow this up with a full length album? I would love to follow this up with a full length album. Yeah. I I mean, I don't have plans to release another album within the next year, but right. you know, possibly the next two years releasing a second album, dropping it full length LP. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, we'll see. I mean we'll see how this goes. I'm just trying to trying to really you know, work it and hustle and like any other musician out there who's trying to infiltrate the market, I guess. Well, you've got validation now. You obviously got the talent and you've got, you got a good head start with the, uh, the, the EP coming out, the, uh, the work you did with Chicago, working with Chicago to get, you know, I can't imagine how much of a pain in the ass it had to be to actually work with government to get, you know, oh the funding for this, it must've been such a pain in the ass, but right. you, you went, that, that seems to be like a, one of the harder ways to do things. I mean, and, and you made it yeah. work. So you got a yeah. good head start on it. And, you know, I actually just got, um, artists of the month from, uh, from the deli as well. So, Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I did see your Facebook post about that. Unfortunately, I had, I was, you know, the, when we set this up, I was just a few days too late. Otherwise, I would have voted for you, but Man. I did see it. So I won, though. That's awesome. So, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I really do appreciate it. I, I wanted to tell you that my I've been listening to it, my favorite tracks are "Stuck," "Occupied," and "Hazy Blue." I saw a broken man Cut in a hazy blue Once we were so beautiful Now even you could see The wrong you done told me Oh, 
Over friend, the highway ends. Over my friend. Those, those are all. Oh, I, I yeah. Did do that acoustic uh, little teaser of stuff. That was really cool. Do you have acoustic versions of any of the other tracks? I have an acoustic version of Winding Forwards. Oh, okay. I, oh, was that, you did have a video of that one, right? Yeah, I have a video of that one, me and Cold Day Genova. Um, it, actually, when we recorded his tracks in the studio, we just decided to quick get somebody to film it too. That's easy. So that was like easiest way to do it. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was fun. That is so uh, cool. My my favorite track is probably Winding Forward. Just because I get to play melodica on stage. Oh, cool. I don't know if you know what melodica <laughs> is, but it's like this plastic piano and you blow into it. That's, yeah, like the, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I got it. It's very cheesy. It sounds kind of like an old French piano that you would see some old man playing yes. on the corner or like, you know, <laughs> winding, winding this thing up. Yeah, it's like to a make sound. Big kazoo with with piano keys on it or something. Yeah, so that's like my solo every show, and I just I totally that love is, playing that solo. That is awesome. This is my oh, highlight. My, I'm like, all right, I, ready? Are there videos of that? Because I have to look that up. You've got to post them. No, not in that video. Oh. but Definitely when the music video comes out, that is going to be in that. That has to be, because I got to see that. That is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love them all, too. I'm, I Occupied is going to be the first one that drops. Um, I wrote that song about Mi Madre. Yeah. And got a music video to go with it, too. So that is really excited about that. Yeah. And so the album drops October 4th. Is mm-hmm. there a, how can people follow you on, on social media on online and, and find out where can they, where they can buy the album, pre-order it. You can pre-order my album. Uh, you can go to my website, hezaofficial.com. You can go to my Instagram and send me a message. Cause oh. I take personal messages. I'm What's fun. the Instagram account? It's Heza official. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can order it too from uh, the label who's putting me out, Audible Paint, here locally in the city. Um, my Facebook page, Heza Official. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, there'll be a lot of places you can pre order it. I've got t shirts. Oh, cool. You know, that's yeah, awesome. So, yeah, so you're welcome to. Follow me that way too, and uh, I always I always keep everything up to date, and I'm very personal with my fans and the people who follow me, just because I think that I freak out when somebody comments and I'm following a musician and they like something I wrote, and I'm like, why wouldn't I do that too? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. that's that's cool. It's like it's nice to have that sense, like, oh, this person's real, and um. They they look at and 
value my input and stuff. Exactly. And that, that's how I got started doing Well, I, I've, I've been doing a couple other sports podcasts for a couple of years, but I always wanted to do a show like this. And I finally got the courage to just, well, we started getting some, some uh, athletes on the show as, as uh, <laughs> guests. And I said, you know what? I'm huge into music. I love music. Let, let me yeah. reach out to a few of my favorite artists that might not be really well-known. I might have a better shot at getting up with them. And that's how I started, just getting some a few people that uh, maybe weren't as well-known, like a guy named Robert Roth, who's in a band mm-hmm. called Truly from Seattle. Uh, Steve Turner from Mud Honey came on. I, you know, I've, nice. I've just had some really cool people who, who are just really open and, and willing to do this, you, you know, and who Heza, I respect. Heza, Heza on your show. And I can probably stop doing them now. <laughs> I can just... I, this is going to get a million likes. That's that would be awesome. That <laughs> that you you would definitely be that the most be downloaded really awesome. liked part, uh, show that I've got. Yeah, that, I mean, I won't surprise. Right? I'm, I wouldn't be either because <laughs> this has been a blast. I've had I've really had a whole lot of fun talking with you. Thank you so much for spending, gosh, almost an hour with me at this point. It's been it's been a ton of fun. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me on Performance Anxiety. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, I lost you there. There we go. Mark. Yes. I cannot believe this. My nephew, who's three, just called me and broke up our... (laughs) (laughs) He cut off our interview. (laughs) That's... But yeah, I'm gonna have to call him back, and he'll hang up on me again because he just likes to call and hang up, like literally. He'll that's tell awesome. me I hung, I hang up on you. Uh. <laughs> I love that kid. That's awesome. So yeah. Hey, this is Heza, and I am super excited and honored to be on Performance Anxiety today. Um, I've had the pleasure of just meeting Matt. Mark. Mark? Shoot, I'm so sorry. I'm keeping that in, by the way. Wait, no. I'm starting over now. Okay. Okay. It was, it was close. the nerves. It was, it was, it was, it was the nerves. It was close. You got half the letters right. Okay. All right. Um, hey, this is Heza. I am a local indie artist out of the city of Chicago. Um, I am to be on Performance Anxiety tonight, talking here with Mark. Thanks for having me, Mark. Can I ask one more favor? Yeah. Can we do one more? <laughs> Only the only reason I, I say it yeah. is because in the middle of it, the uh, the video started to buffer and you I lost your audio for okay. a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, one more time. No, it's cool. Hey, this is Heza. I am sitting here talking with Matt. Shit, Mark. I'm sorry. It's so nerve wracking. <laughs> you want me to, you want so me to like like duck my head so I, so you no. Gonna... <laughs> it's performance. <laughs> This is Heza from I'm on Performance Anxiety. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Um, hey, this is Heza. I am on 
performance anxiety sitting here with Mark. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. Um, as you know, I am a local indie artist from the city of Chicago, and I am just happy to be anywhere tonight. Especially, no, stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the I best. Say. This is the I best. It's like. <laughs> I'm just talking in circles now. That's, okay. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. We don't have to do any more if you don't want to. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.